All right. Hey, welcome to the Father and Sons podcast. I'm the Father. And we're the Sons. Father and Sons. That went so well. Okay, so um, so apparently this past week there was a uh, trailer that came out for a new Star Wars movie, mm-hmm. um, the uh, Last American Jedi, the last, last Jedi, the Last Jedi, the American? last, the last of the Mohi Re- Jedi, camps. Return of the Jedi, Return, mm. the Jedi Strikes Back. I'm pretty sure that's already. Oh, that would be so good. Yeah. Um, and so we we are proudly um, uh, fans of Star Wars stuff. Um, there's only one of us in this room that have seen all the Star Wars when they originally came out, but that's another podcast. Sorry, but, for, sorry for us not being born yet. Far <laughs> well, bad. Sucks to be you. So, so we have a, um, so Force Awakens came out last December, right? Two December's ago. Two December's, Two December's ago. And last, and last December was? Rogue, Rogue One. Rogue One. Oh, okay. So good. And so, um. There's all kinds of speculation about things that's going on in the Star Wars universe right now. And Josiah has a very interesting theory Hi. that we want to bring to you today and and let you hear our opinion. So, Josiah, why don't you just go ahead with this ridiculousness? <laughs> okay, so I'm Josiah. I'm the youngest son uh, of the Father-Son podcast. Sons. 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 Father-Sons yeah. podcast, sorry. Um so anyway, so <laughs> I have a theory that Luke is actually Snoke. Okay, now a lot of people will disagree with me on this, saying like, "How is that possible?" Okay, Snoke? let's let's pretend that people might not have a clue who Snoke is. We want them to understand why this is a ridiculous okay. theory. So please, so explain who Snoke is. <laughs> Snoke in the Force Awakens, the last episode seven of Star Wars, right, uh, is the leader of the First Order. And he's this giant hologram uh, guy that's sitting in a chair and his face is all messed up and all sorts of stuff. Okay? Mm-hmm. That good? If yep. you've seen The Force Awakens, you know he yeah. he talks to Kylo Ren and he's he's the new leader of what was the Empire, which is now the First right. Order. Right. right. So, Which he's actually Jar Jar Binks. But that's a whole other theory. <laughs> so. I would like that theory way more no. than this dumb theory. Luke is Snoke. It's not okay. a dumb theory. So explain why you think that this might be true in your mind. So the reason why I believe that Luke is Snoke is because there are many things within The Force Awakens and within the trailer that we see in Last Jedi that point to Luke actually having this identity. For one thing is the fact that throughout the entire movie of The Force Awakens, there is never a point whenever Snoke or anybody in the First Order says that they need to get the map to Luke so that they can get to him first. Because that's not the purpose of it. The reason why they want the map is so that the people can't get to Luke, who is Snoke. Okay? Can we just like interject, or should we like write down the things that I want to counter? No. no. <laughs> I want. Let me finish my theory first. Okay, let's go through. Let's go through the whole theory. Remember, okay. we do have a limited time on here. So it's school night. <laughs> because. And so that's one of the things. Another thing is the fact that uh, Ben, I believe that Ben Solo, who is Kylo Ren, he was the last, as we know... Wait, wait, wait. He has the same last name as Han Solo. Yeah. Dad, stop. (laughs) So they're related? Oh my gosh. Anyway, so (laughs) 
Ben Solo was the last apprentice of Luke, which we already knew this, so I thought is, what if he never stopped being the apprentice of Luke? And even whenever they mention Snoke, like Han Solo mentioned Snoke, he mentioned that Snoke brought him to the dark side, and whenever Anakin turned to Darth Vader, they no longer recognized him as Anakin and considered Anakin dead. They only called him Darth Vader from then on out. So, it could be the same thing, as in Snoke was the one who turned him to the dark side, it wasn't Luke. So, then why were they trying to find Luke the whole time? I don't know. If Han Solo... <laughs> see, in that... Just with that, you said Han Solo somehow knows that Snoke was Luke. But Han Solo was trying to find Luke the whole time as That's well. True. So, he, I mean, your theory... It has some okay, merit. Okay, there's more... Not... No, there's more to it than that. Like, I have a main <laughs> point, okay, that I think why. So we haven't heard yet? No. Well, then keep Give going. The okay, that, that last one that I said was stupid. I'm sorry. But... <laughs> The, no, the thing that I think is the most convincing is the fact that whenever the Empire was destroyed, if you think about it, there wasn't anybody left, really. Like, there were stormtroopers and stuff like that, but, but the heads of the Empire were completely gone. Especially, like, um, yeah, like, the Emperor was gone, Darth Vader was gone, and the only people that were left that knew the most about the Empire were Luke, Leia, and Han. And Jar Jar. Stop. He's gone. Anyway, but... That we know so, of. That we know of. So, the thing is, though, that... Misa thinks you don't want to talk about this. In, in The Force Awakens... Ooh, you so bomb bad. <laughs> okay, in The Force Awakens... We're still tracking with you. In The Force Awakens... Mm-hmm. Uh... If you think about it, a lot of people say that it looks a lot like episode four. And a lot of people are like, ah, oh, it's basically just episode four. And I think that one of the reasons why this may be is because if you think about it, the way that the First Order is structured is structured a lot like how the Empire was. But not a lot of people knew about the Empire or like its inner workings. And especially a lot of people did not know about the Death Star. That is one of the key things. If you think about it, as it is also explained in Rogue One, like almost nobody knew about it in the first place until it was destroyed. The only people that knew about it were the rebels themselves, and it was only a small fleet until Episode Six, where the entire fleet came and they destroyed it. So, so the only person, the only people that really knew that much about how the Death Star worked and everything about that were Luke, Leia, and Han because they destroyed it twice. So it makes sense that one of them would be able to understand how it works and be able to transfer it into okay, a think base. I think you're forgetting when Anakin destroyed the first ever Death Star in Episode One. I just want to. Po- I I know we're not we're not really talking about that, but when I just want to point out that the Death Star was destroyed more than two times. When did he destroy the Death Star? Uh, when he flies the little yellow ship in there and starts shooting That's everybody. That's not a and Death then- Star. Uh, it's kind of like a Death Star. It's, not a Death Star. it's like a there Death were, Star with a ring around there it. There were like a hundred of those, Chisholm. Is that the... Are we talking the the, the pod racing? No, Chisholm. <laughs> no, remember when he steals the little yellow ship and R2 gets in? Oh, at the very end. Yeah. Chisholm, oh, okay. there was, they show like multiple of those I don't throughout think that's the entire... I don't think that they show multiple Yes, they do. Ones. That's not a Death Star. If anything, it looks more like the so, gate. That, like, so let's go, let's go back to this for a second. So you're comparing the Death Star to the Starkiller base? Yes, very much so. It's exactly like it. It's not exactly like it because the Starkiller base is actually made within a planet as opposed to being constructed entirely by itself. Right, which who would have been able to figure that kind of stuff out? Other I don't than know any other evil person 
Galen Erso's dead. All the scientists that worked for okay, the Empire Okay, well, it's not an dead. exact replica of the it's Death Star. It's pretty much. They let me figure just, out how to make it better. Okay, let me just throw this in there. Jar Jar's people figured out how to live <laughs> underwater. I think if anybody could recreate the Death Star and create, create Starkiller Base, it would be Jar Jar. Mace Windu. <laughs> okay, look. Are, are you done with all of your points? Yeah. Can I just... Are there snakes on this X-Wing fighter? <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. Mace, that joke's gotten old. Leave. Okay, so, uh, so go ahead. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, one, I just want to say overall what I don't think that they would ever, ever betray us by making Luke Skywalker... The, oh, the hero of the original trilogy of Star Wars, beloved, they would make him somehow this bad guy? They definitely would. Why? Absolutely. They In would. what way? Even whenever we see Anakin and we're supposed to like, like him or whatever, you see the dark side working within because him throughout the entire prequel trilogy in no way do you ever see luke even leaning towards the dark side yes he does absolutely are you serious right now are you talking so about so many times he leans towards the dark side yes in episode okay. five in episode five are you talking Yoda? about whatever he's in the okay in okay, hang on, hang okay. On, hang on. i'm gonna make you guys have to say five nice things to each other if you don't calm down <laughs> a little bit so in in episode five whenever he yoda tells him that he has too much anger inside of him and whenever he goes in the force cave he sees himself as darth vader because even yoda notices that he's being pulled towards because the dark that's, side that's that's his fear his greatest also, fear is becoming in, his father in episode six he almost kills darth vader out, out of his pull towards the dark side and the emperor almost is like egging him on to kill darth vader knowing that if he does it'll fully turn him to the dark side so the dark side was already working in but of guess Luke. what? He didn't turn all the way to the dark side. And how would Luke now have turned to the dark side without somebody fostering that within him? Even he Anakin, did. Even he Anakin did. needed Palpatine to push him towards no, the dark side. He did have somebody that pushed him towards the dark side. Jar Jar! His dead wife. He doesn't... Who's dead what are you this? talking about? <laughs> let okay. me explain. Suddenly there's a wife Okay, let me explain. At the end of episode 7, we see a gravestone or a stone that he is looking at. Do you know what I'm talking about? Force Awakens? In, at the end of Force Awakens, wherever you look, there's a stone that's set up like this that looks sure. like a gravestone, yes. and he's looking right at it. Okay? Why is that his wife? Because that's just a speculation. That's the grave of somebody that he loved. Okay, what if, it's, theory, what if it's this, which you said earlier, that they considered Anakin to be dead once Darth Vader was there. What if that's his grave of Ben Solo, because he considers him to be dead now that he's Kylo Ren? Maybe, but... Or... No, here's my thought. The grave of Jar Jar. Stop! Oh Why can we not talk about this? No. Look, what? I think the Jar Jar theory has some weight. No, it does not. <laughs> Listen, no, okay. The reason why I think that is because think about it, it's exactly the type of thing that Star Wars would do, especially with the idea of the second movie or whatever, okay? With the idea of the dark side coming back around and becoming like the winner, basically. Okay? The same thing happened in episode in episode two whenever Count Dooku escaped and they had all the clones that started the clone war and like the dark side now had like more followers and stuff like that. Same thing happened in episode five whenever the dark side won by taking off Luke's hand and stuff like that. Do you know what I'm talking about? Okay. Yes. Okay. What I'm thinking is that if you think about it, the thing that pulled Anakin to the dark side was his threat of Padme dying, and he realized that the light side wasn't powerful enough to save her. 
What if it's the exact same thing that's going on here? Is that he had a wife or a son or something like that, and he couldn't save them. And because he couldn't save them, he knew that the dark side was more powerful. And so over time, it just uh, occurred to him being pulled more and more towards the dark side in his isolation. Since he wasn't around any more light side people, he's just stuck in this state of being depressed about the fact that he couldn't save someone. I think based off of the speculation that you have, you there's a valid argument for why he could possibly have wanted that power, but we have no idea if he has a wife or not. He said that the Jedi need to end. Yeah, but he means because there's a there's unbalance within the Force. Because there's it, why would he say that the Jedi need to end? If I think the dark he meant just overall. Over. I don't know. He says we need the Jedi to end because this because nobody should be using the Force this way for good or for bad because the balance is that anytime there's good there has to be bad to counteract. He's not a great it. So Jedi. So for every Jedi, he's not a great Jedi. Are you kidding me? He's not great. So are we? It's not nothing about Jar Jar. Are we agreeing that the Jar Jar no. theory is possible? No, it's not possible. I think it would be a beautiful thing for Star Wars to do to acknowledge the fact that they really ruined the prequels with Jar Jar. <laughs> to say that he was the bad guy in the end. I think. Can I can I just make sure that everybody that's listening, which is probably just going to be us <laughs> after this, just so you know, both of these young men had Jar Jar Star Wars characters that they played with, so they act like Star Wars so, Jar Jar is so terrible, but they. And okay. the toys. Okay, whenever okay. I saw I whenever I saw episode one, I love Jar. Whenever I, I saw episode Jar-Jar. one, I walked out of that theater. I mean, I was nine, not even nine years old. I was what, seven, maybe. I don't know. I don't remember. It's your story. I think it came out. Yeah. When did it come out? Ninety nine. Chisholm. We saw it in theaters. Chisholm. Yeah, ninety nine. You so were seven because that was the year I was born. Yes. Yeah. So, so whenever I walked out of that theater as a seven year old boy, it was the greatest thing I'd ever seen in my entire life. Thank you. Yes. Anakin was the coolest character. I wanted to be Anakin so bad. Yes. So bad. I did too. And you and you told me, <laughs> and you're like, that's going to be Darth Vader one day. And as a kid, I didn't understand that that was the whole point. But mm-hmm. but I was like, there's no way. But that's as a kid. Anyway. Uh, yeah. And uh, bring it around to your point. Yeah, I love Jar Jar when I watched that movie, but I can watch it back now and realize how annoying he is. Of course, he's annoying. He's nothing like C three PO is a little bit. Annoying. Yeah, I was about to say. You know who was annoying in A New Hope when I saw it in theaters? C three PO. But he's but he's funny. He is kind of funny, and but he's also a little annoying. I don't. C three PO is the best. What are you? I don't. C three PO was annoying. Okay. Jar Jar does nothing. He was a whiny little... C-3PO saves them from getting crushed by the... <laughs> he does. No, by R2 the... does. Well, because he communicates, the... and R2's the one that... And it puts the... But 3PO's the one again? that finds it. <laughs> Do you know what I just said? Oh. Well, then you're not a true Star Wars oh, fan. He said... Okay. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, this is the theory... That Josiah has. So basically what you're going to have to do is see all the rest of the Star Wars. How many are they going to do? Do we know? Oh, a lot. At least nine, but wow. they're saying that they're saying that there's like 20 years worth of Star Wars coming But Rogue out. One didn't really count in this, right? No, it's, it's not as part of the episode. It's not a part of the episode. What they call it? It's, uh, it's a Star Wars a Star Wars story. story. Yeah. yeah. Which, Which we're also getting... Do Han Solo. We're also getting Han Solo, and we're also confirmed Obi-Wan. Yeah. With Ewan McGregor. 
Which, which here's the thing that's terrible about movies today um, is that apparently we can't come up with new things to think about. Because oh my gosh. basically, these movies were classics. The first three were classics, four, five, and six. And they go, hey, we can't come up with new movies, so let's just keep playing okay. off of those. They're Classic. coming up now, with that new doesn't movies. Mean, just... That doesn't mean that I didn't. I don't like the new movies. I'm just like, why do we need a Star Wars story about Han Solo? Well, I can also Solo. say, why did Netflix just re- just have a movie on it called Bigger, Fatter, Liar? Are you recreating familiar? the movie Big Fat Liar <laughs> that came out whenever I was in fifth grade That's or something? Too great movie. With Frankie Muniz, really probably a perfect movie, in my opinion. Big Fat Liar was one of the best. I love Big Fat Liar. <laughs> How many Academy Awards did you win? Uh, At four? least three or four. Four, yeah. four or yeah. five. Frankie Muniz got a best uh, best actor. So, hey, listen, if you, if you agree with Josiah's theory, then we want you to uh, click I approve below. And if you disagree, click like. Um <laughs> <laughs> Next next time on the Father and Sons podcast, we will talk about where in the world is Frankie Munoz. <laughs> Have a great week.